We're back. I like our our little homemade intro right there by by the one and only Peter Bach. You're welcome. Um, I always love that it is bound to happen that within the first three to four weeks of the NFL season and the fail season, you and I don't podcast. So that was that was last week. It's just as I feel like it's tradition at this point. It's a tradition. We have to, <laughs> we have to miss a week. Yeah, at least early on, and then we'll never miss a week for like the rest of the year, except for Thanksgiving. We always miss that week. That week too. So does that well, welcome does back? That, I don't even know. I don't even miss. know what episode. Does that mean we can't miss Thanksgiving this year? We got to record on Thanksgiving. No, we can. We can miss, or we can record. I mean, I'll be home on Thanksgiving. Like with I can I have my setup stuff. I actually might do that. See if my brother wants to. Brother wants to do a a Bach Bro Thanksgiving podcast. That sounds amazing. That could be fun stuff. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll think on it for a bit. What's up, Bort? Not much. Um, ready, ready for for this week. My team specifically coming off a loss. It was interesting because Jeremy also almost lost again this week. Yeah, uh, he did. Down, came down to <sighs> was it Sunday night? Uh, yes, George Kittle versus Brandon Ayuk. Yes, and I think he only needed and George Kittle Ayuk to get two more catches or something like that, and that would have changed changed a lot. Yep, two more catches that would have gotten him basically a win. Had one of those catches gone for positive yardage. Right, and Kittle not getting any more, any more catches, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it was a crazy week. Uh, <laughs> and so just to kind of, you know, jump in, our first segment is a, a general, you know, victory point update. And it's it's just as everyone predicted uh, with Chris and Dan, uh, uh, Wisconsin Dan, <laughs> that is. Uh, tied for first with nine victory points. Uh, Chris Chris has the tiebreaker uh, with with total team points scored. And then you got Jeremy in third. He has seven victory points. And then you have Eli and Sam tied for fourth. They have six, but Eli leads the leads the tiebreaker with with more team points scored. Um, then you have a one, two, three, four way tie for what would that be sixth technically yes um yeah but ben ben holds that tiebreaker he has more points scored with uh uh than we do um so he's got the last by a, playoff spot by a sizable margin points. thus far yeah i was like by a sizable margin yeah i was at least like 100 points i felt like <laughs> now it's well now it's uh he has 406 and you and dan pastrala texas dan both have 349 Okay, so it's only like so he's 60. got you by like fifty six points. Yeah, okay, yeah, but I mean, thanks to Tua um, going off, he dude he needed that. Yeah, um, he, yeah, his team has been very boomer bust. He either scores a ton of points or, uh-huh. you know, this week, yeah, just got you know unluckily close for Jeremy as well. But yeah, you know, if he had a, if he had a competent tight end, which we'll talk about more, he he did make dude. A trade oh for my one, gosh, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben Ben is we'll just say Ben is glad to not have to start Cole Komet ever again. Yeah. At tight end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so yeah, that's that's okay. the tie. That's the tie there. Um, Mark has three, and that's between Ben. Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's between Ben, myself, um, Minnesota Dan, formerly known as Texas Dan, <laughs> and Matt as well. Um, so right. then, rounding it out, Mark with three, Canute with two, Josh with one, Jonathan and Peter tied with zero. Um, Pete obviously has the worst team, but the first overall record just due to the least amount of points scored. And we, we, we all know that Jonathan and Pete, um, have embraced the tank for this year. Yes, we have hoping more teams join because that makes it fun. Yeah. I know it'll it'll depend on. No, it I doesn't. think it'll depend on. I mean, I don't. I mean, it doesn't make the league more fun because the matchups get less enticing, so the path to the playoffs becomes easier. Yeah. Right, because like if there's four, if there's four teams that are tanking starting from week five on, that are actively trying to lose and not be good, then it, for the rest of the teams, is just one less team that you have to worry about your team playing well against. True, true. I know I've set like I've got a deadline for <laughs> for my team, um, and that is <laughs> an um, internal deadline that you and you and ownership have established as the as the the date with which a decision must be made. Yeah, and you know it's <laughs> it's like week seven um, because oh he's he's verbalizing it. Yeah, oh my it's God. week seven. I mean, week I, I seven. go up against you this week. I should yep. win. Then I go up against Eli. That's kind of a toss-up. His team is very boomer bust as well. But then it's then it's Canute. But I, Lord knows what he's actually trying to do. Um, he's trying to win. Is he? Which though? is weird. Um, so then no, he's week six. I don't know. Week seven is Ben. So where where does my team sit after week seven? Because then I go into playing Kamish yeah. week eight. I've got Mark week nine. And then I got Chris week 10. So I have like a couple cakewalks and then I go up against Chris and uh, DFT. So let's say, what are you two and one right now? You're two and one right now with an outside look at the playoffs as it currently sits right now. Right. Let's say you win up until your matchup with Ben, but you lose to Ben. What do you do? If I have two losses going like after, after losing to Ben, like if I've got only two losses at that point, I'm going all for it. I mean, then I go up because, okay. like I said, then I go up against Mark and. Um, but if you but if you lose to Kamish. one of Eli or Canute, and then also lose to Ben. And if I'm outside of the playoffs, I'm probably just gonna do like a soft, a soft tank. Yeah. Try and just fall who, out of the playoffs, get a top. Ben probably right. Ben probably right now is your stiffest competition. Me and Ben have the same team. As the, as <laughs> the standings currently sit, you have more points scored than uh, Wisconsin Dan and Eli and Sam. You have you have more points scored. Or no, you don't. Three forty nine. You have more than Sam, but less than all of the other playoff teams, Ben included. Right. Yeah, that last. So victory it all depends on Sam. Uh, last week. Not not this past right. weekend, but the weekend before when I beat Sam, just missing out yeah. on that third victory point is what got me. If I would have had that third victory point, I'd be in the playoffs. So like that's how close I am. Oh sure, yeah, because you were you were ousted by 
like Dan Pastrala had you by a point and a half. Yeah. But then you had guys in the 130s, 180s, 130s, 160s. Um, well, but I'm saying even the weekend before when I played Sam's team, I beat him. Yeah, that's what I'm. Points. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, you beat him, but you didn't. You weren't top seven. Yeah, yeah. And if I would have done yeah, that, that hurts. I'd be in the you, playoffs. you you want to compile as many three victory point weeks as you possibly can, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, interesting. Um, how it sits currently, not not what I mm-hmm. expected. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> um, no, I. I mean, go DFT, baby. Go DFT and go, I don't know, go Eli. I like seeing those teams that feel like outliers in the teams like Sam, Jeremy, and Chris. I like seeing DFT, and I like seeing Eli up there. I definitely like go seeing boys, DFT go. up there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If any, Yeah, if anyone's deserving – of being the second seed right now. It's DFT. Or technically. Yeah, it's DFT. Of course. Segment two. Segment two. Let's do it. Segment two. Uh, Discord review. Um, back on the 19th of September, 10 days ago, Mark didn't know that big snakes could climb trees. Uh, and he was also advocating for a science is cool channel or science is rad, something like that. Commission uh, yet to oblige him. Uh, props to Commission. Um, that did not deserve a, an entirely new channel. If anything deserved it, it was the new space. Um, <laughs> what's the forget, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Telescope telescope like the new telescope pictures that like were of brand new spaces in space or places in space that we've never seen before that deserved a new discord uh a new discord um nah. channel if anything not the snake climbing a tree well there, i think his his thing is, is he shared other things that is like scientific and nature and and stuff like that and i think that's why he was now advocating he was saying seek Commission, I'm telling you, we need a science is cool one for stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, okay. But all right, you know, we we said it on That's the pod. Fair. We said it on the pod to get the Wordle channel, um, and now I, th- hey. I think we've got some pull here. I think we have influence. Commission, let's get a let's get a science uh, is cool channel. I think that would be. I think that would uh, enforce positive behavior. Yeah. And it would it would enforce it would yeah it would. Uh, be the necessary encouragement for people to find interesting science things on the internet to share with 13 other people in a discord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the following day at 9:30 AM, Ben asked if, uh, Bort and I's, uh, <laughs> should we say this? <laughs> he asked if our employer was hiring, uh, because our discord yes. showed that we were playing halo infinite <laughs> now. We won't disclose what time it is. It could, at it nine, could have been our lunch break. Nobody knows what time it, it was. It, yes. No. Um, I mean, Correct. But that did happen. It, Who knows? It's, it's a TBD. TBD. <laughs> at an undisclosed time. At an undisclosed um, time. So that was all. date, undisclosed location. 
Yeah. None of your business. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what. Uh, do we have an answer for Ben? I think I think we are. Um, not for what he does, but no, we are not hiring. for what Ben yes. does. Yes, in general, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt returned from the majestic lands of Washington State to deliver his second WMFAAR. Yep. What were some? What were some? I didn't. Uh, there wasn't a ton. I haven't of read stuff. it yet. Um, what honestly, were some takeaways? I, I, it wasn't busy. What was that? The waiver wire wasn't busy this week. No, it wasn't super busy. Um, a few guys got picked up. Um, the Big Baller Award was given to Sam, um, who does a tight end shuffle and earns the Big Baller Award mm-hmm. for overspending $3 on Peyton Hendershot. Um, mm. Who is Peyton Hendershot, you might ask? Great question. Um, actually, no, I did look him up. He is a tight end for Dallas, and he scored eight points this last week. So um, Sam does that. He, I, I think one of my favorite things was, um, I can't remember the player's name. It's a tight end for for the Packers. He said um, this player batted his eyes at Aaron Rodgers, and Sam was caught in the tractor beam. Um, <laughs> the tractor beam of looking at him, uh, where he where he dropped another white meat tight end from Green Bay, um, <laughs> Josiah Degura, and he picked up whoever Deguara. This, Deguara, whatever, um, and he got this guy. Um, I think there was a few other things, nothing really major. Uh, oh, Dan mm-hmm. got Justice Hill for a buck or something like that. So, wow. But yeah, um, then for for Wordle, on September 16th, the word, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Parer. Um, P- Parer. Parer, P-A-R-E-R. Um, yeah. Got everyone, minus the cheaters. Uh, Pete, I think yourself was included in the cheating category because I know that there is... No, I did not cheat. I swear. I swear I did not cheat. He cheated. He got it. Um, and uh, <laughs> I didn't. Everybody else didn't, so... Because I, I have a toxic, or I have a, I have a habit when it comes to Wordle where if I don't know, I'm just going to, like, if I think it ends, like, or if I know it ends in, like, ER, and I'm just looking for the middle letter, I will just go through and do, like, Z middle Z as a middle letter, enter, and it, like, won't register it as a try unless it's a real word. And so I got to P-A-R-E-R, and I was like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like a word, P-A-R-E-R, and I got it. That was the only way I got it. All right, that's fair enough, because I've gotten it on that before, too, where it's like, I have no clue what this word is. Um, But yeah. But I'm just going to guess it, because I've guessed all the other letters besides this one in this spot, and I feel like I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and also to you, uh, this wasn't meant to be all about about Peter, um, but on the 26th and 27th, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Um, On the 26th and 27th, Peter got no yellow squares still somehow got the word i mean like i've been blanked yeah i've been blanked on like my first two tries and still gotten it but on your guesses you got a couple greens and the rest were black um or yeah. some people it's yeah it's so white. but like i was like how does that happen twice back-to-back days yeah back-to-back days Do you remember what i those got words it were? and i don't remember what those words were but i think i got them in either four and five or three and four something like that yes 
but yeah, it was either it was either the the letter was either was either not in the word at all or it was in the right spot. There was no right like right letter wrong spot. There was none like none of that for two days straight, which was pretty wild. Right, right. Yeah. Um yeah. travel. The word of last night was the word of last night was tricky for me. What was it last I night? I could forget. not it was us, usurp. Oh yes. Yes. Right? Yes. That was what it was yesterday. Yes. On the twenty eighth. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, I was like Ben. Ben said that he got to guess Trump. <laughs> and that's what I guessed too at my, like, I think I think it was my third guess. I guessed Trump. I was like, oh maybe. I think I guessed Trump as well. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's there. Perfect. I'm just gonna put it in. <laughs> uh so that's the wordle update. Uh, travel update. Hurricane Ian has landed in Florida, and then there are sharks and sea lions in the streets. I saw the shark video pretty early on, but I didn't see the sea lion one, I think, until this morning when I, when I saw what you had sent, and I was like, no freaking way. That was crazy because there huge. was no water. Dude, that one thing was that thing was big, and there was no water. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was huge. I know. From what, what I've seen is... Um, a lot of the water has subsided, and also I'm I'm probably really uncultured uh, when it comes to hurricanes, just because never lived down there. The only major one that mm-hmm. I remember is obviously, I mean, Katrina. That's probably the biggest one. People were saying this is probably one of the bigger ones since Katrina hit. Um, is a Category Five when so it I th- when it landed. Um, but was it Category Five or Category Four? It was a Five. It turned into a Five. Um, but actually there was a guy who lived on like the upper West part and he lived in the Gulf, like on the Gulf side Wow! and all of the water was sucked away. He said he could see for miles of just seagrass because all of the Holy water smokes. sucked away because of how it rotates. It like sucks all of the water up, like sucks it back away. And then that's why it comes at like a 15 foot wave. Because all of the water that was there was pulled away and is now being, like, blasted into the city. It's insane. So this is NBC. This is NBC News from I think three hours ago. Um, or updated three hours ago. Hurricane Ian landed as a as a um, category four hurricane. Did it turn into a five then? It might have been a five further out in the Gulf, but when it okay. hit, it was a when four. It hit, I'm it was not a four. sure. Okay. Okay. But um, but I think Hurricane Katrina was also a her uh, category four or a category five when it hit when it impacted New Orleans. Yeah, I think the craziest part was that it was like like a hundred and fifty five. New Orleans was just wave. not set up for it. I mean, New Orleans, Houston. None of none of those cities are. They're built on swamps. Yeah. Yeah, I. Ugh. It's crazy. It's horrible. Um. So that's the travel update. Matt did get to go on his trip after all. Pictures were incredible up to Seattle. Yeah, being they flew, they got there. Uh, uh when I was originally typing this up for last week's podcast that we didn't do, I said uh, Matt got to fly out, so they were there a day early, so that he could smash all of the food he could find. In, in Seattle <laughs> and that sounds amazing and yeah he said oh, he said he didn't awesome. they didn't they didn't love Seattle they felt like they didn't fit in because they didn't have a lanyard 
um, hanging around their necks yeah. or any type <laughs> of like badge. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as they left the city, yeah. they fell right in. So, uh, a food and drink update. This one's a big one. Basically, basically came to what are the what's the best flavor combination for a concrete mixer at Culver's. Yep. And there were some strong suggestions. These are good ones. These are some that I really need to try. So I, my recommendation was Andy's Mints and Butterfinger. It's actually like, it's a really, I think I've only had peanut butter and mint. I think maybe in like a holiday cookie where it was like a mint, like a peanut butter blossom, but instead of just like a regular chocolate, um, like chocolate kiss on top. I think we put an Andy's mint in it or something like that. Um, and that was really good. And so I've never actually had this combination at Culver's, but I'm imagining that it would be really good with some vanilla custard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I love that. Um, I, I forgot Chris's take on custards from Culver's and I I forgot what his was. And I remember like Ben and someone else was like, just don't listen to Chris. And I think it was like, 20 or 30 minutes later, Chris popped in. He goes, nerds, that's all. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Now yeah. I remember why we don't we don't trust Chris's take on, yeah. on Culver's Custard. Um, so that was number one, not nerds. Yeah, like you said, you said Andy's and Butterfinger. That sounds amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But it also does. Ben's. Ben's sounds good too. Chocolate custard with Reese's and marshmallows. What? Yep. Oh, that sounds awesome. And I want to go to, I want to go to Culver's and get like a, just like a little sample of all of these. I think that would be fun. My all-time my all-time favorite Culver's mix is a mint double Oreo with marshmallow. Yes. Mint Oreo. Mint I, that, double Oreo. I, would, I would smash mint oh. Oreo blizzards from Dairy Queen all the time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And I didn't I'm know, like you, I didn't know at Culver's you could so get excited. like a triple Oreo. Ben was saying something about triple Oreo. I'm like, what? That's. I mean, is there any I suppose if you're paying it? per mix, it's like, all right, if it's $2 per mix, that's like $6 worth of Oreos that you're paying <laughs> for or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so so this is one that I had trouble with because I've never heard of this. Um, and it came on behalf of Matt. He said, half and half with either Butterfinger, Oreo, or M&M's. First off, what is half and half? I've never heard of that. I think you do half vanilla, half chocolate, like a twist. Oh, okay. Okay. So that, that makes that's a lot what more my, sense. So it's like a, that's what I think it would be. Got it. Okay. That would be good. Oh my God. Either of those would be really and, good. Oh, and Dude, if you could give me, if, oh, if you could do a half and half with like a pretzel and pretzel? like pretzel and Heath. No. Or like pretzel. Yeah, dude. Do not, do no, not you get some ice cream like, or like pretzels, salted. Bro. Bro, okay. Uh, Non-Culvers, but try this. Just get regular vanilla ice cream and crush up some saltine crackers. No. And, like, eat it. That's, that's like... Dude. That's insane person territory. No, I promise you. That sounds like something a murderer would say. (laughs) I put ice cream on my saltine crackers. A psychopath who's like, yeah, you know what? I also eat my... He's like, I don't just eat saltines with soup. You know, you want to know what else I eat them with? Vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That's what he serves to all of his victims. Saltine yeah. crackers on ice cream. <laughs> Yuck. Um, 
Ben also mentioned the Campfire S'mores as a Culver's option. I used to think that was an incredible option, but I think I had one where the graham cracker was, like, uh, soggy and, like, not crunchy. So it almost, like, just kind of, like, it was a glob. A soggy graham cracker? It wasn't very good. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um... Dan said he or he ordered a Butterfinger Oreo, which I think you could never go wrong with that. I think, and yeah, Kamish, who's normally uh, a Heath guy, according to himself, also ordered the Butterfinger Oreo because it had the most votes. Um, ben said that Heath would go better with Oreo than Butterfinger. Dan said that the Butterfinger got stuck in his teeth, but it was worth it. <laughs> I think that's that's what it I always like. I'm like, oh, Butterfinger sounds good, and then you eat it, and it's like. It's stuck in like the molars of your teeth and you're sitting there like <laughs> licking it for like the next hour trying to get that out. <laughs> it's the equivalent of putting peanut butter in a dog's mouth. <laughs> they're just like constantly like <laughs> trying to, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're trying to get it out. Okay. Um, was there, how many more discord happenings were there? Oh, only in pigskin. Um, Dak has, <laughs> Dak apparently has 36 losses as a starter for Dallas, and Cooper Rush has zero as a starter. So time for a change in Dallas. You know, Jerry Jones did say he wants a QB battle. Oh, my God. Jerry Jones needs to stop actually controlling what the team does from a personnel perspective. <laughs> yeah, probably. I know he's not actually making the decisions there, but yikes. What is he, 84, something like that? He's in his 80s. He's like Joe Biden. Should not. <laughs> Just stop. We're not political. No, not political at all. Oh, Jerry Jones is only 79. Close enough to 80 only. in my book. Um, yeah. I was going to say. Never mind. I was going to say something about Mark, but. <laughs> Mark. Uh, <laughs> Um, the Dolphins had strippers at last week's tailgate. That's that's rivaling Bills Mafia territory. Yeah, that's almost as exciting as Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia and Eagles fans. Um, I know someone was like, "What society would look like if it was the Bills versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl?" And it was like just like a town <laughs> wiped out. I think it was like a like a picture from like, um, where's uh, Russia attacking right now? Ukraine. I think it was like a city from Ukraine that had oh been bombed, gosh. and they're like, "This is what society would look like if it was a Bills versus oh Eagles." <laughs> Super Bowl. Yikes! Yeah, I'll do anything to avoid that. Yeah. Um. Tampa Bay and Kansas City might play at the bank in Minneapolis. Sound? Yeah, it's night. sounding more and more unlikely um, as the days go by. I think. I think the hurricane is dying down. I think they they're figuring everything should be good to go by. Um, by Sunday, so that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that would have been fun. Though. That would have been cool. Um, I think they could have gotten some that, fans, uh, especially with the Vikings playing at like eight thirty Central Time on Sunday. Well, well, and the Chiefs aren't that far from Minnesota. Minnesota, that would be a good travel. I don't know, maybe not. Um, but it's probably not going to happen, like you said. That wraps up segment two. Uh, segment three, just a quick week three recap. Who won, who lost. 
Sam won, Texas Dan or Minnesota Dan won, Eli won, Matt won, Jeremy won, DFT won, and Chris won. That leaves Mark, Kamish, Ben, Canute, Josh, Bort, and myself as the losers last week. We already did a VP uh, VP review. Um, Chris and Dan with nine, Jeremy with seven, Eli with six, Sam with six. Um, week four preview. Uh, here are the matchups. Brent, you want to go ahead and um, tell me what you what you notice in these matchups? Brent versus me, Commish um, versus Matt, Ben versus Josh, Eli versus Minnesota Dan, Chris versus DFT, Canute versus Sam. What do you notice? Yeah, um, there's really only a couple matchups that I feel are are decent um, here. Um, you know, w- one that's interesting, and I think we caught this right before we started recording, um, was was the Kamish versus Matt. Uh, it looks like Matt has Matt has pulled the goalie. Uh, he is starting his bench. He is not trying to win. As of right now, with no running back on Matt's team starting, but we did see that he added a fullback. Um, from was it the Giants? I'm off now. Um, uh, he is the Bears. Yeah, so the Bears. Um, so he is scheduled to Kari Blazing game. Yes, he's scheduled to lose to Kamish. Would which would shake things up if if he got two it victory would. points? Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't that put Josh at second to last? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if Jonathan were to beat, if Jonathan were to beat. Um, Matt, Matt, this week, which is possible given how close the matchup's going to be anyway. Right. Um, where if if Josh loses to Ben, which right now is not projected to happen, but if Josh were to lose to Ben, then Jonathan would leapfrog Josh. Josh's pick, or Josh would be in sec or second to last uh, behind me, and then Josh would be third to last. Um, wait, who would be second to last? Josh, it'd be me, Josh, Jonathan, because Jonathan Josh would, would have two victory points. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Well, because where, where would Canute be in standings with Kamish? If well, Canute's probably going to score way more points than Kamish, so he'd fall into fourth. He'd stay in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Matt is, uh, yeah. So this this week is is important for sure. Yeah. Um. Like Jonathan wants to, Jonathan can't afford to win right now with another team being zero and three. Josh, like until there's a team that has that, until Josh wins, he needs. Uh, Jonathan needs to lose until Josh gets a win, and Josh will win so long as he keeps his starters, and it's only a matter of time until he goes up against me or um, Jonathan. But until then, Jonathan needs to make sure he loses to Matt this week. Yeah. I think he's done all he can. I don't really know how much more he can do. But, yeah, he really needs to. I mean, there's always worse guys you can get. You can always get guys who are going to be active and are going to be worse than the guys that are in your lineup right now. That's true. Like, for me, I had to realize that, like, okay, Josh Reynolds, as, quote, valuable as he is, I should not be relying on him as my sixth sixth wide receiver on my bench in a dynasty right like no <laughs> right so yeah so it's like i can i can cut ties with him to ensure that i'm getting 
101. And that's what Jonathan's trying to do too. He's like, all right, which guys actually have some sort of dynasty value for me and which guys can I actually cut so that I'm really bad? Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, this week, yeah. So that there are some that's good, good matchups. Call out. That's a good call out. Jonathan versus Matt. Yeah, Knut versus Sam should be interesting. Um, Knut's team, I feel like, has scored more and more points um, each week as as the season goes on, and he's going up against a Sam team who, um, depending on who Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford play, um, could, you know, he's not the Sam of last year, uh, where where Rodgers mm-hmm. had. The stack with Devon, where he had the stack of Rodgers and Devonte. I feel like even um, you know Stafford played better last year, um, so his team has taken a hit. Uh, he hasn't been as good. So can Canute pull off a win there? Um, knock Sam out of the playoffs. Obviously, I need to win, which I should against you. But then the big matchup of the yeah. week. Actually, there's there's two that are here that are pretty big. Are the Eli versus um, Minnesota Dan? And Chris versus Dank. Um, that I mean, obviously Chris and Dank, they're one and two. Um, they need, they both need a win. Uh, they can't. I mean, I don't want to say they can't lose, but I think if whoever loses that um, will probably drop into third. Um, you know, yep. Jeremy will win, uh, which will give him you know more victory points. Speaking of, yeah. I don't think I have Jeremy's matchup on here. Jeremy plays Mark. Oh, yeah. So Jeremy will win there. Um, so, yeah, he'll have more victory points than one of those two after this week. But, Correct. So, yeah, a few yeah. good ones, a few obvious winners and losers. Um, ben should beat Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh has put up some points. So, I mean, you know, and yeah. Ben has put up a couple stinkers, you know, as have I. Um, yeah. You know, it just kind of depends. But should be a good week. Yeah. It's a race. It's a race to the top and the bottom. Uh, yeah. And then there's the teams in the middle that are trying to either f- trying to figure out which way they're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. And, I mean, I feel like it's it's Ben and myself for that last that last playoff spot. Um, right. But like. But like team, and I would agree with that. Like I don't think Canute is an actual threat to make the playoffs. Nor do I think that Mark at three victory points is a threat to make the playoffs. Nor do I think Texas Dan is a threat to make the playoffs. So it's like all of those teams, in my opinion, they probably, if they own their first this year, if they want to be competitive sooner, or if they value having a first round pick that's closer to 101 and they own their pick, by all means, by all means, if they don't think they can make the playoffs, granted, it's my opinion, looking at their team, they obviously probably are higher on their team than I am, <laughs> just in, just by default. Right. But at some point, it's going to be a race to the bottom. And it's just like how long, like Matt decided to wait it out three weeks. Which was almost too long. Right. Like, that's my thing is like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say that I did it that I'm doing it the best, but I found a way to get my first round pick. And then I was like, Hey, from the get go, like look at Chris's team. Now, if he wasn't, he if he wasn't purposefully bad from the beginning, who knows where his team would be right now? Well, to, to, to be honest, 
I don't think being bad helped him. <laughs> he got Trey Lance. I mean, and his Terrence team Marshall. was good enough. His team was, yeah, true. His team was good enough, and he had Waddle, but he used Waddle and um, another first. But Waddle came from another. He made other trades. Like he, he thing about Waddle came from other trades. Yes, you're right. Waddle came from other trades. Probably his Tyreek Hill trade that he fleeced me with. Um, yep. What he turned the multiple tight end trades he's gotten seconds and first four and stuff. Got Cooper Cup. Got Mark Andrews back. Had Kittle in there. Hawkinson. Had Hawkinson. Yeah. So. Chris always is always is letting his roster evolve. Yeah. Um, and that's what's interesting, like not to transition, but like with the with the teams that are competitive, it's fun seeing how the roster um creation has gone. Like Jeremy made a few trades right away. Like right away in the league. Um, traded C D, traded for Eckler. And then he made the the huge trade at the end of last year to go get to go get Herbert. Right. But besides that, he's just kind of let his team be. Whereas Chris, dude, he I guarantee you he's made top three most trades in the league since it started. Could easy be, yeah. Um But we're only in week four. We're getting quite ahead of ourselves but if you were if you were choosing to tank would you would you choose to tank prior to the season even starting if that decision were given to you or if you think i don't know knowing what i know now yeah after after what i did year one i won um and ended up getting the the third pick thankfully traded out of that got jamar chase um yeah <laughs> i would have taken fields um <laughs> at three yeah. well i was actually i was actually like fields was probably the choice because it was quarterback and i needed quarterback um yeah but i was also thinking about because you had burrow Najee. And was i was it. thinking about Najee and chase at three but i was like this is too far i need to move back um yeah but yeah, um, Matt came up and rescued the day and grabbed Fields, who might be out of a job. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far yet. But <laughs> he threw for ninety-five yards on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and they won. <laughs> How do you win despite your quarterback defense? How are you above five hundred through three weeks despite your quarterback? He played Trey Lance. Yeah, true. <laughs> you got him hurt in the game. The next game. The next game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, um, what, last what one. On the trade reaction. Was, was there a trade? We already. I mean, we already kind of talked about it. Dalton Schultz um, for uh, Davis Mills. Essentially, there was a few picks traded. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but uh, Ben gets the tight end he needs. Dan got a quarterback. Um quarterback. especially with Flacco. That's not, Flacco's not starting this week. That's not named Joe Flacco. Yeah. Oh, is it Wilson? They I think they announced that Zach Wilson will start, yeah. All right. Get your jet stonks ready. Sell all of your jet stonks. Sell all of your jet stonks. <laughs> Looking at you, owners of Corey Davis. 
Oh, wait, that's me. Looking at you, owners of Zach Wilson. Oh, Minnesota Dan. He also has Mac Jones. Who was it? Was it who was it? Who was it? Eli on one on the Dynasty Dads after dark who said <laughs> who said that the reason Dan Pastralo's team sucks is that he has the bottom three dynasty quarterbacks <laughs> right now. Oh. <laughs> he has the bottom the the three worst. Carson Wentz, Zach or three worst three worst starting NFL quarterbacks in the league. Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones. That's rich coming from the guy with Daniel Jones. <laughs> and Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. I would pick Daniel Jones and Jared Goff before any of te- any of Texas Dan's quarterbacks. I would take Mac Jones over both of them. What? No, you can't be that high on Mac Jones. Over Jared Goff. He's bad. And Z- and Daniel Jones? Yes, any day. No. Mac Jones was the number 85 player in the NFL last year. No. Okay. You're crazy. All right. Canute Apology Tracker still sits at three. Right? As far as I know, yeah. We still and, and also we never got we never got our bookie for breakfast this morning. No, we didn't. We might need a, he a didn't send a it. bookie for bookie for dinner or something like that tonight. <laughs> BFD. <laughs> well, that's all we got for you this week. Um, hopefully, we'll see you next week. I mean, with Pete and I, we just oh, yeah. we never know. But we should be here. We'll be here. We'll be around. Perfect. Again, drop a, drop an audio file my way as an MP3 if you ever want to get anything on the podcast. Good luck, y'all. It's that simple. Good luck, competitors of week four. See you next week.